Welcome to the AIPC interviews where I talk to members of the Artful Eye Photography community, among others, about them. It is June 22nd, 2020, and this episode is the fourth in a series where I talk with my Tiny Shutter co-hosts, and you will know this guy as ProfPod. Hey Dave, how are you? Good, Greg. How you doing today? Not bad. Uh, I should have said your last name too, Dave Podner. <laughs> no, no problem, no problem. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I can't say long time no talk because we just did Tiny Shutter, what was it, last week or the week before? Yeah, it wasn't no, too long week, ago, anyway. Was, yeah, no, no, just a few days. Yeah, so of course, uh, of course with the, with the, with the magic of the internet, this could be like decades in the future, and people don't know that. Yes, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've done uh, all the tiny shutter guys now. Uh, you're the last one, and I did them in order of you know Mark Sadowski. I did first because he was a co-founder. Matt Hoffman, I did second because he's been on the show since the beginning. And then I did mm-hmm. Joseph Ferreira. Um, he's been on there for, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. Or no, it wouldn't be eight years. The show's only been on eight years. But anyway, he's been on uh, not quite as long as Matt, but then longer than you, but then you. Oh, yeah. And then, and then I came on the show after that. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's been a really good series of, uh, of getting all you guys on here. And, um, and so... I don't know if I've, if I've even ever told any of the guys this or not, but I, I, I look at Mark as the boss, right? Okay, he's he's the boss. He's, he fires us all the time, and we just keep coming back, and it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. And then um, Matt, I find as a very creative guy. Joseph, I find as a kind of a technical guy, but a guy who, with his photography, he shoots with a purpose, and then there's me. I'm I'm a technical guy. I kind of shoot technically, but then you, what I like about you is you're the fun guy, because <laughs> you're the guy that uses all the really cool apps. Like, um, well, we'll get into that after. But first, oh yeah, we wanted to talk about WWDC. Yeah, so, since it just happened hours ago. Yes, that's right, and, and and we're still under the fresh tingle of a of a, of uh, excitement before, you know, the the first developer beta is just barely out. You got some reviewers just getting their hands on it and seeing how it's the seeing the promise before the actuality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you know what? It was like minutes after that show, uh, after the keynote ended, I went online and I got the wallpaper. For the new Mac OS, <laughs> I'll flip it over to you if you want it. <laughs> oh. uh, it's kind of cool, but um, but yeah. So, what what did you think? Uh, anything that you're really excited about? Um, anything really catch your eye? I was trying. Well, uh, just in general, having and if you're an Android person, you're yelling and saying, "We've had this for years." And yes, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, widgets on the home screen. Yeah. That. That 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 I like because right now, I my home screen is folders, and around eight apps per folder. Oh yeah. Now not all not all photography. Some are other things, health related, you know, shopping related, news related, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, having it where certain things are a little bit larger, uh, especially now, 
question is, it, I know probably depends on the app and how, you know, is it going to be like the calendar app where right now the current calendar app gives you the date. Yes. The current date, the current temperature app, the, the weather app doesn't give you the current temperature on the app. No, that's you right. Know? And it really they could. If they could do it with the calendar, they could do it with the temperature. But well, if they, they could brought, put a second hand on the clock icon, yeah. which they do, right? And you could turn yeah. that off, yeah. I guess. But, but I mean, if they can do that, sure, they, surely they could have put the temperature on the yeah. weather app. Exactly, exactly. I mean, the clock like a, app does give you the current time on the clock yeah. in digital. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and that yeah, could be and, much harder than, yeah, agree. No, we're, yeah, we're and this is the, This is the app icon we're talking about here, right? Just just the app yeah. icon on the home screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. But, yeah, and also since they bought Dark Sky um, Weather, that right. they're going to have the – now, admittedly, sorry, Greg, uh, only for U.S., yeah, now, hopefully they'll stand that out. <laughs> yeah. But 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 some of the things will be in there. But like the hyper local board, they'll say like, oh, over the next hour, because Dark Sky does this, and it's like it's going to rain in 15 minutes, and it's going to last for around 20 minutes once it starts, and it's That's going cool. to be a light shower. That's cool. So you know, doing that is going to be nice. But you know, like little things like that, or like the translation looks and to do that natively. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on on the device looks mm-hmm. pretty nice. I didn't. I was trying to see and trying to always keep an eye out for photography related stuff. And the one thing I saw, one thing that was in, and this was more in the iPad, but I imagine it's going to also be on the iPhone is improved stabilization for live photos. So that got me a little excited because. If you do live photos on the iPhone and you set it to either loop or bounce, it's still not it, – it, it's good. It, it could be entertaining and interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. But doing it through either like Google Photos or um, – I forget what the, the Google product is. It's, it's not a it, – it's a Google product, but it's not called Google something. Um but their photo app, which actually I'm a oh, is the one that does talking. like we're, a live photo type of thing. It does a live photo, but it converts it to you can convert it to a GIF. Oh yeah, yeah. Or okay. you can. I think I have it actually under my video. There it is. Motion stills. Okay. Yeah. Motion stills, and it actually does a much better job of seeing what the um, subject of the photo is and keeping that still. And then mo- having movement around it. Oh, okay. Just the way it kind of clips. It does a better job. Plus, it's a little bit easier to kind of stitch things together to like a mini movie. Yeah. From the live photo. So I'm hoping that's going to be an improvement. I'm also hoping that a lot of the things are – the improvements will be improvements that are not features but improvements of what's currently on there. So any way they can tweak – and I know this is a hardware limitation, not a software limitation, but, um, you know, photos in low light situations. Right. Yeah. Somehow, if they can improve that. Um, I they, they mentioned LiDAR a couple times with the iPad, but we'll have to wait and see because they got the next week of um, tech sessions and little things they sometimes hide in there to see. Yeah. Oh, 
because the only hardware they announced were the new app, you know, the Apple Silicon, uh, Apple Silicon Max. Yes, that's right. And, yeah, and, and basically all they announced really was the chipset, right? Like the uh, right. the and, Apple well, Apple Silicon is, chips. Yep. They didn't yep. really say which Mac they were talking about. All they said was that that is, all, it's going to yeah, be in future for, Macs. Yep, uh, and um, starting in, at the at the end of this year, which means December thirty first. Um, they're going to come out with the first desktop and laptop, and then oh, yeah. two years for the for the entire turnover. But they're going to keep supporting the old operating systems for Intel based. They say, yes. but yeah, generally Apple's pretty good with that. Yeah. But the, the other thing that kind of excites well, right now, if you're a developer, you can apply for a Mac Mini with a uh, Apple Silicon on it. Oh, yeah. So they're going to ship those so people can start working on those. Basically, I think all they did was switch, swap it out and did minor things. But um, you, all the apps that we like on the iPad and on the iPhone will work because it's it's an ARM chip. will work on that new Mac. Mm-hmm. So Snapseed. Um. I kind of yeah. wonder for some apps like Polar, where they have both the phone and a Mac version. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are they going to – and because, I mean, the, the the iPhone version's a lot more affordable than the Mac version, obviously. Mm-hmm. But are they going to say, okay, this is Polar for the iPhone, iPad, and Mac on silicon chip? Now, I mean, at least still a couple years off. And they're not going to develop the Mac for Intel chips, or are they going to have both going? Or this is the big question for developers, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, the the guys from Halide put a tweet on on Twitter. Uh, oh, I don't know, about an hour ago, uh, saying <laughs> so you can run the iPhone apps on the on a Mac. Uh, oh, well, I guess you can run Halide Inspector on Mac. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean. To what extent? Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, a, a developer's going to have to flip a switch or, or, some, or something in Xcode in order to get that to work. Like, it's basically um, running like it's it's the catalyst feature, is it not? But no, it's, it's, no, no, but no, no. Is it not? No, I don't think it will be. I think this is going because it's going to use right now the the the, the actual physical Mac Mini they're going to be sending out to the developers mm-hmm. is running the same chip as an iPad Pro, the new iPad oh. Pros. It's running to A12X, Z, oh, okay. whatever, oh, yeah. whatever it is. So yeah. it's going to run all those things natively. Now, the the only problem is, well, I mean, the iPad does have it where you can use a mouse yeah. natively now. So that's going to replace the touchscreen. So in my mind, hmm. all those iPad and iPhone apps are going to run on this new Mac running Apple Silicon natively. That's going to be cool. So, yeah. Now, of course, the, the, lots of questions. You know, is since it's going to use Apple Silicon, is it going to be cheaper than the Intel equivalent? Yeah, really. Uh, we've seen from phones that you compare an iPhone to an Android phone. The iPhone has less RAM. The chips are clock speed slower, lots of times, mm-hmm. but it runs faster, and the battery life's better. 
Yeah. Because how Apple works, everything. Will they say, okay, well, you know, the Intel chip does this, this, this. This is our equivalent, or you know, this chip is equivalent to an Intel whatever. Because we're all together, of course, it's Apple, so they may whether they're going to make this just kind of par, like saying, well, here's a MacBook Air and here's a MacBook Air running the or you know equivalent to or even probably thinner um, running you know, Mac Silicon and they're the same price. Hmm. I'm hoping it'll be a little bit cheaper since they don't have to pay Intel for the chip rights, but there's some things I know, but there, I know some things Intel puts on the motherboard at no cost, like Thunderbolt and uh, and the input output, which, you know, just kind of part of the chipset, which Apple's now going to have to develop on their own or license that off of someone else. Yeah. So well, well, you know, so early on, lots of unknowns. Yeah, because when they kind of wrap things up with all that stuff about the uh, uh, Apple Silicon, they they you know how they show different you know they flash a bunch of different things on the screen, and mm-hmm. one of the, the, some of the things were like improved battery life and all this other stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if that chip worked very similar to the way it does in the um, iPhone Pro, where it uses it just uses certain parts of the chip to or the processor or whatever to do certain functions, which is a real battery saver. So I, I, I'll bet you that they have it all figured out to work like that. And I mean, I don't know, it's just going to blow our minds. We'll have to wait till they announce the first Mac that has this chipset on it to really hopefully hear um, what they're doing with it. But, but yeah, it's exciting times. And even the Mac OS I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that uh, it's going to be called Big Sur. That's the next um, mm-hmm. Calif- California location-based name they've, right. they've chosen. And But I couldn't get over how much it looked like iPad OS. Yeah. And, and honestly, I was watching it on my phone, so mm-hmm. I couldn't see the, the details a lot of people. But, yeah, I noticed that also. Yeah. I, I noticed all the people mentioned it. But also something else that someone else caught, it's not Mac OS X Big no. Sur. It's 11. They got rid of the 10. Yeah, they got rid of the 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, I, I mean, I really, it's really hard to know what, you know, especially five years down the road, who knows, you know? Yeah. Um, 10 years, I mean, 10 years is a long time in technology. It's forever. Um. Uh, because it was around 10 years ago, almost to the day that Apple had their 2010 WWDC to show to the world the iPhone 4. Yeah. With the retina display. Mm-hmm. The one that got lost. Yeah, yeah. In the bar. <laughs> right. And that's been 10 years. And that is, and I mean, that's forever ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because my first iPhone was the 4S. It was the following year. Mm-hmm. And gosh, that seems like I have an aunt that's using it to this day. So that's a testament of, of you know, how long you can get out of these things. But, um, I mean, it's it's crazy how long ago that seems now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, Mac OS, um, Big Sur, it's looking a lot like iPad OS and there's going to be a lot of functionality in there that that they're even getting from the iPhone like 
you know, control center. You, you, yeah. You, you tap on the clock, I think it is, in the top right-hand corner of the screen, and control center comes down or something like this. I'm not sure. My memory's not the greatest at the little things like this. but um, Yeah, I think they yeah, hit you with yeah, a the, little the, tap up there, and it did that way, yeah. Yeah, so from, from there, you can adjust your screen brightness and volume and all that. And then you can even deep dive into another layer of, of things after that. Like it, it's, 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 I, I'm looking forward to it. And I texted you earlier. And said, I'm putting the beta of iOS 14 on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I think, I no. think I'll wait until I know, like, I'll wait till I hear that it's pretty decent, pretty stable. Um, I will not put it on till I know that certain apps that I really use a lot and really count on are going to work fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I have to reach out to the developers themselves and ask them, hey, how, are you guys good to go or what? Uh, hell, I, they're pretty good for keeping people up to date. Like they're, they yeah. said today, don't. They're really don't, good. Yeah. He, the, 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 today they said, don't um, don't put the beta on and, and look for our app to work because we're not there yet. You know, they're they're being very transparent about it. So um, at least hell, I's got to work before I'll use it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of the things that they've uh, talked about today. And if you missed the keynote, you can go to the Apple website, I think, and watch it there. I'm I'm, I'm sure they've got it on there. I haven't looked to see where it is yet, but there's a um, Apple developer app you can get on your iPhone or your iPad, and I believe you can watch it there. You don't have to be um, a developer to get the app or to, or to watch it. Uh, they, they, Tim Cook said right at the beginning of everything, they're making the keynote free and actually the whole, the whole week of, um, WDC, I think they're making it free to watch for everybody. So, uh, you may not want to watch the, the, the tech sessions and stuff. Um, I've checked into one, one or two in the past. And if you really listen carefully and really watch closely, like you said earlier, Dave, you can pick up a few things about, you know, what could be coming in the future here. Yeah. So exciting it's times. Equivalent, yeah. I would say listening to a tech session for most people is the equivalent of listening about, and this was, I forget which it was a, it was a sitcom. It was a while back where the main character was listening to his wife and someone else talk in Spanish back and forth. Oh yeah. And he, and he was listening closely and they looked at him like, he said, I'm just listening for my name. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm just listening for my name. That's awesome. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, you could get away that joke in America than a lot of other places where you kind of – it's kind of necessary to know two languages just for yeah, day-to-day yeah. life. Uh, we're in the U.S. where it's kind of you – know, oh, you know another language other than English? Wow, that's so unusual. Actually, where, you yeah, know, like, where where I live, two languages isn't really necessary. But uh, as you get down in Toronto or closer to the Quebec border, then you know, French is probably almost a must. So, um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's funny. <laughs> Just listening for his name. Um. So, all right. Well, let let's talk some shop here. Um. Usually, I I ask my guest the uh, age old question: How did you get started in iPhone photography. Well, like you got started with the 4S. I also got started in the 4S. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was I, – I really – it was only a couple months before the iPhone 5 came out. And at the time, I was using a 
Palm Trio as my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and when I actually went to work, people were asking me, was that the new I was that the iPhone? Because it was right around the same time the iPhone came out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I said, no, uh, because that if, if you remember, if we all remember back then, some of the the youngins may not remember. Um, that's when the iPhone was not. Did not have a monthly plan that you could buy it on. You had to buy it outright. Mm-hmm. And it was like six hundred dollars U.S. Oh, wow. And yeah, the, the first and it had like four megabytes of memory or something. It was it was it was ridiculous. I'm mean, four gigs, but. It was just ridiculous. And it was like, yeah, as much as I like that, because I had an iPod at the time, it's like, I no, I can't. No, I can't do that. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one day during laundry, I accidentally washed my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was like, well, it this was like the trio. I needed a new phone. This was the trio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the trio at the time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember because it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's been nine years. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was like, I really wanted to hold off for the Y5 because that was the quote unquote big phone, the big four incher that was yeah. rumored. And I don't like to buy anything at the end of the cycle because I, I want to squeeze out as much useful life as possible. And, but it was like, eh, I don't want to buy a phone for like, you know, and then want to buy a phone in like four months or, you know, like yeah. be stuck with a phone. That's just a, just like, cause it, at the time kind of bring everyone back Android. This was, there were flip phones. There was a big, there were Android phones, but they were not good. Um, and as much as some people now complain about Android updates, they were worse back then. Oh, really? So, yeah, because you could get a good – and the Pixel phones were – hardware not as good. So it's kind of like, well, you can get a meh Pixel phone hardware, but at least you get updates. Or you can get a good Samsung or an HTC. But yeah, good luck. You They may come out with an update for the operating system, and then 18 months later, you may get the update for your own particular phone because it had to be approved by the – uh, cell phone maker and then the carrier had to approve it and then the carrier had to push it out right so at the time it was like well i need a new phone and i'm not gonna go palmstead i i saw that um and it's like okay um well like i said i have the ipod i had the touch trying to remember i think i had a macbook at the time as my main as my main at home computer i was u- using when i was teaching at a university and I was like, well, you know what? I'll go with the iPhone 4S, even though I know it's going to be old soon, but I should be able to go for a while. And that was a retina screen. So the screen was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. three, and a, three and a half inch lidity. I mean, it, it didn't seem tiny back then, um, but it, it, it was a good size screen. And I always took pictures anyway. Uh, I like to take pictures to... You know, it was like, oh, I'm doing not like I live a wild and crazy life, but occasionally it's like, oh, wow, that's a cool thing. I want to, you know, take a picture of it. So I uh, lots of times I always had like a little point and shoot on me, like a digital pointer shoot. Or mm-hmm. uh, I remember going now this is going way back um, when I went to Boy Scout camp and my grandma allowed me to take her uh, 110 camera to camp 
Oh yeah. And I, I would take pic- pictures. Yeah. I would take pictures now yeah. and then at the camp and at the summer camp. So it was a week long, you know, you leave on Sunday, you come back on Saturday. Um, and you know, of course you would come back home, you get the little cassette, you take it to the little man who lived in the, who lived in the uh, parking lot. In the little yep. booth. <laughs> yeah. And then a week and then a week later you got to see the mostly blurry pictures that came yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And a few <laughs> of the ones that turned out really good. Um, but I always like to, to take pictures to just kind of of my surroundings and seeing what's around. And having the phone with me was, you know, just like I said, because I remember taking like, oh, it's winter or spring or early fall. So I had a jacket on, let's say, and I go to work and I have my cell phone, but I like to say I have my little and just not nothing overly expensive, special or anything like that. Just a little digital point and shoot just to have a camera with me. And literally it was the, oh, you mean this camera on the phone is pretty close to my point and shoot. But if it is, if it's not as good, it's a lot more convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, at the time I when I did take pictures, it was before there was a lot of good editing on the iPhone mm-hmm. um, because the editing was really basic. So I did a lot of adjustments in photos on the Mac. Oh, yeah. Or okay. iPhoto. I should say yeah, iPhoto yeah. on the Mac. Yeah. Back then. So it just started like and then just doing that and just try, and then also just the freedom of saying. And this is true with all digital photos, but or cameras like, okay, you went from a time of either a 110 or a disc camera, if if people remember those. Mm-hmm. Uh, never, I never really owned a proper 35 millimeter, and I never got close to exchangeable lenses. I was never, you know, I'm going to take this lens, put this on here, and I'm going to adjust this here, I'm going to use this f-stop, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going <laughs> to develop it. In the dark. I never got into that part. I was yeah. always on the um consumer end level um hardware and try and take pictures like that but you know it's like okay were you first of all it was expensive um the film was expensive the developing was expensive and there was a good amount of time lag versus take a picture and okay well is it is it for first of all you take a picture on the phone you go okay is it what I want? Is it what I had in mind or was it what I was seeing when I thought of, oh, that'd be a good thing to take? And if it isn't, can you save it? I shouldn't, I don't mean save it, but, you know, is it, can you do anything with it or is it, yeah, I'm just going to delete it and try another one or no, nah, it's not working the way I want it to or can I do something really weird with it? And it's it, a lot of times the photos are, that's an interesting thing, but it's just not working out to get it this beautiful photorealistic type of thing. But can I do something weird with it? And that's where I use a lot of the apps um, in terms of because, you know, you see something and something kind of catches your eye. But to make something that kind of pops a little bit, too. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of the fun thing. I mean, I'm not. I take photos, like I said, I take photos because it's like I see something or I see something interesting or something kind of catches me. And if I'm by myself, it's kind of like I could try to describe, 
you know, when I get home and say, oh, hon, I saw Ruth. I saw I saw this thing here. It was so neat. Or I could take a picture of it and say, hey, look at this really neat thing that was up there. Because mm-hmm, a lot of times yeah. it's something that's, you know, it just that maybe the way the light's hitting it or something's moving and it's just something you will never see again or something from an angle that a normal sane person wouldn't do per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you are, um, you're still on the, what is it? The iPhone 10, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking to upgrade in this fall when they come out with a new one? Uh, you know, I hate to say it this way. I, this, this makes me to be older, um, mentally than I actually am, but I generally don't like to replace something if it's still working. Oh yeah. And yeah. this 10 still working pretty good. And I mean, the, the 11, I mean, not the 11, the 12 may come out with something that blows everyone away. And it's like, oh my, I have to have this. But, you know, my 10 works. Ruth has a 7S Plus. So our yeah. phones are oldish. But honestly, I mean, the only thing that I'm jealous of in terms of what the newer phones with the cameras can do that I can't is the dark mode. Um, I mean, not, yeah, night, the yeah. night shots, the, the night, night shots. Mode, yeah. You know? Yeah. The night yeah. mode is like, wow. But I mean, other than that, I mean, there's, there's limitations. And I know that I'm not the easiest on my phone mainly because a lot, I, I'm the other, my other hobby. I, I, I when someone, um, let's cut and I'll bring this around. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> someone posted, what's an unexpected hobby that you know that no one else that you're into? And I'm thinking, well, I only have three hobbies. My three hobbies are watching wrestling, uh, pro wrestling. Uh, and yes, before anyone yells, I know it's predetermined. Um, taking photos with iPhone and running. So those are my three hobbies. And the phone actually takes into account two or three of them at all times. Yeah. <laughs> at all times because... For running, I use – well, now my watch, but I use the the phone as kind of the, the main tracker for my runs and everything else. So a lot of time, a couple of the really good photos I've had, I've had while out on a run. So – but of course when you're running, let's say like um, not this past year but 2019, there was a five-mile race that was in January. Oh, and, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. 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 And it, I mean, it's an it's a it's a nice race. Um, the first four miles or so are a nice downhill or flat. And the last uphill is like climbing a ladder. Uh, oh. <laughs> it, it's just a straight it, it's up it's straight uphill. But I, the, but running along the lakeshore because it was snowy, it snowed like five inches the night day before. It was just gorgeous. So, you know, it's like, okay, you know what? I can juggle around a little bit, get the phone out of my pocket, take a picture. And that's one of the great things about the live photos is that you don't have to be perfectly still to get a good shot either. And a couple of shots turned out really good. The problem is that I got a shot. And like like I said, a lot of times I like to take experience shots like, oh, I can't bring my friends or you know ruth or my dad along with me on a run obviously so if i can if i can take the phone out and take a picture in the middle of a run 
I can get some interesting shots. Well, I did that and I was getting the phone back in the pocket and I didn't get it back in all the way. And all of a sudden, oh, no, on the, on the, now it survived. Like I said, yeah. it survived. But um, this thing's two and a half years old now. Mm-hmm. So it, it's still it's surviving quite well for two and a half year old phone that's glass that has this much glass on it so um but honestly if we're going to get a new phone it's ruth's phone's older than mine and but you know it's one of those things of they both work fine and this is i think something apple's been dealing with is like yeah what i have is working fine it's not slow it's not choking um why do i need to buy a new one as much as it interests me as much as i'll you know look into it and kind of look at all the tech details and everything else. Kind of like uh, for people who are car people, it's like you see the new cars come out, but you're not going to buy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, if uh, – but, you know, I guess maybe there's always that off chance that, uh, um, you know, price drops on on – you know, newer than the 10, but older than the new ones that sometimes they happen. You never know. One of those might oh, yeah. fall into your hands or something. But, um, oh, yeah. uh, so your creative process is, is basically, you know, to, uh, uh, track your experiences in life and, and things like that. Uh, do you have a, a favorite app that you use to capture these and, and to, to edit them? Honestly, for capture, I use mostly the native cap, the native camera. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's it's part, fine. It's oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I've tried because I know you're you're huge into raw, and yeah. I've tried to do raw, and for whatever reason, I just can't grasp my head around it. Yeah, um, it's it's an acquired thing, you know. It, it's it's um, more in the post processing, and it yeah, sounds. Yeah. I don't think I have the patience. You know, some, yeah. I just don't have the patience for doing the proper post processing. And so I shoot with another, another reason I use the native is uh, the live photos. The, it, mm-hmm. it saved me having that live photo, especially if I'm taking pictures like the dog or the cats, um, having that live photo where I can say, wait a minute, that's not good. But if I back it up a half a second, yeah, that's the yeah. pose I want. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, so that's it just makes a big difference. That's an invaluable um, yeah. feature of live photos for sure. Now, I still occasionally use uh, – I use Spectre if I, sometimes mm-hmm. if I want that kind of you know silky, smooth waterfall look. And I do use Camera Plus 2 um, mostly for macro mode though. Yeah. Because um, I, I really like their macro mode. Yeah, it, it, so, it does a good job. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it, it especially like um, when it comes to flowers, um, like we have a garden out back and doing macro onto like a tomato flower mm-hmm. or um, like when the fruits start to come up doing macro mode just to get that really close look with that nice bokeh in the back. Um, that just, it's still, and it's, I've, I've been using, actually I've been using camera plus way back when it was camera plus. Um, when I got the first four S 
because yeah, it had yeah, that and it had the staple and it had the stabilization feature. And I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. You that know, app you, has you been around do, a long time. Yeah. And for editing and I'll blame Matt on this. Um, <laughs> I love in light. Yeah. yeah. I know he was a big in light person. I don't think he uses it much now. Yeah, I, think uh, I like of... in light off of it. Yeah. Which the problem is I think I'm, I'm comfortable with in light in terms of workflow and being able to do things like, Oh, here. And also I like their HDR filter. It, can do it without looking cartoony. Oh, right. But I also like the fact that you can basically do layers on it where you can say, okay, that filter do only that part of this, of the picture, but don't do that part. And this one here, do this, but not this part. And then layer it on top of each other to where you can get a really nice setup there. Now, the problem is that they stopped developing for InLight because they want everyone to move to their new app, which is subscription-based for kind of the premium stuff. So I'm keeping it on there. I'm using it until somehow it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, and, for, and you're, a, you're talking about PhotoFox, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right. And but like, you know, I I've, I've used uh, – sorry, um, I've, I've used PhotoFox recently, and even though I, I just X off of the uh, – there's a screen that comes up about you know subscribing and blah blah blah. It still has some decent functionality for oh, no. for what it what does. is there. It, but it if does. as far uh, as I the just, user interface goes, if it if if Nlight is different and more familiar to you than that, I don't blame you for sticking with it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of things like I said for in if I want to make something in my mind look a little more photorealistic or match what I saw in my eye, mm-hmm. Nlight to me works a little bit better if I want to do the wild creative and also I should say touch retouch. Oh yes. I I will throw a major plug out. That isn't a, I mean that just blows my mind that it's like, Oh, there's a sign in this photo that like a no parking sign in front of, let's say a pavilion in a park. I want to get rid of the no parking sign. Okay. It's gone now. Yeah. It's it's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing how that app works. But like, and there's a couple more like I want to say creative ones I use. I know I just did the um, the Photoshop camera they just released, and they got some kind of cool features you can do with that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times I like to try, like I said about the unusual ones. Um, I like a couple, like I said, I like that, and so a couple of the old ones, like I think the Art Card, I think it's called, and Brush Strokes to give it kind of a. Yeah, I hate to use the term artsy look to it, but something like that, because occasionally mm-hmm. I'll post like on um, Instagram where it's like, OK, here's the original. Here's one edit. Here's another edit. And here's another edit that's from something else. Just because I like it's like, OK, well, I kind of here's the original. So people know what you're kind of starting with. And here's some edits you can do off of it. Because that's one thing I do like is that. I like seeing here's what I started with. Here's how I ended up. And here's, you know, a little bit of the process I got there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, I, I think that's uh, one thing. Okay. Okay. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Let's say one thing that, and I see people and who put out, and like I said, some of these amazing photos that some people put out mm-hmm. and, 
then you find out later, oh, this was actually – and a lot of times it's not in serial iPhone, but it's like, oh, uh, this was shot. Uh, I took 48 different exposures. I combined them all here, and I took this pic, this in here, from here, from here, from here, and mm-hmm. then I went into here, and then four hours later I came out with this photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and which – you know what? If that's the only way you can get that photo, it's great, but it, I like to say, okay, here's what I started with. Here's where I ended up with because I think too many people are like, oh, that's an amazing photo. If only I – first of all, it's either if only I had the equipment. No, it wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> or, mm, oh, yeah. if I just had the camera, I could just snap it. If, no, it takes hours a lot of times to get the – well, what I do, not hours, obviously, minutes. But still, it's like, okay, well – I want to use this. No, that's not working. I'm going to use this app. No, okay. Well, if I try this setting, well, maybe that'll work. No, that's so it's a lot of hunt and peck and trial and error. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so something like I, I said in the when I introduced you that uh, I could I consider you to be the fun guy out of the tiny shutter bunch, and I say that because you use a lot of really cool um, apps like Clips, Apple's Clips app, yeah. and and most recently this uh, Adobe. Photoshop camera app to do some really crazy, funny stuff. Like not funny, but well, I mean, it could be humorous, but, um, very, very creative and energetic and, and different, well, different than what I do anyway. Um, so, you know, maybe talk about that for a minute. Some of the, uh, wildly interesting things that you've done with these apps. Sure. Yeah. I mean, clips is, Clips is actually what my use now. Well, it, let's say a few years ago, if I wanted to put together, let's say, a slideshow of mm-hmm. photos and video, um, I'm thinking back to okay, here we go, uh, Labor Day Parade in Pittsburgh in 2012. I went to, and right. I use the I use iMovie for the Mac to put together a slideshow for like, oh, here's you know. Uh, a slideshow of the different bands that were there. So I kind of combined together some photos, some video and put that together and put that on YouTube or, you know, here's this group here. Here's a group together of, I'll say it again, like a race where it's like, okay, well, here's like the starting part and here's some like during and after race things that I kind of put together. And instead of using iMovie, um, I'm using clips just because it's a lot easier to deal with. Uh, it's not as powerful, but it's a lot easier to deal with. And it has a lot of the music and the transitions kind of built in. So you can do some like, like I said, um, unusual creative things with it. Again, stuff mm-hmm. just kind of built in. Um, in fact, the one I, the one video I did recently um, where I was feeding pickles to our dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I did. That I did, and and pretty much everything there was done in clips. The the really? putting it together. Yeah, yeah, that was done in clips. So I wow. took the video on the iPhone. The photo, video and photos, obviously, I took on the iPhone. But you know the 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 title, the trans, all that was done inside of clips. I have got and, to look at that app again. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the music was actually music built into clips. They give you 50, 60 different songs you can do. 
and it automatically yeah. makes the length you know you don't have to worry about well this song's only two minutes and my video is for it somehow kind of manages it out it's it and it's kind of background music-y anyway so yeah, yeah. but it's kind of but like it, yeah, it was really that was all it was really well right done now. like I, I watched that oh, video of you feeding <laughs> i've never seen anybody feed pickles to a dog before but <laughs> they sure like them and uh, oh yeah yeah uh you know, I thought that video was really well done. And now that I think of it, I think you may have mentioned in your post that you did that you used clips. I can't remember, but um, but yeah, yeah I, I, well, I I thought the music was cool and and yeah. the uh, you know the the titling and all that stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and clips makes it easy to do a lot of that. Um, now, I would say the initial title um, that was someone else did that for me. Because he well he saw me doing some weird taste testing stuff, Um, like (laughs) one dairy here. Well, one dairy here had put out a um, birthday birthday cake flavored milk. Birthday cake flavored milk. Flavored milk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So I did a taste test of that, or um, I I saw you do a taste. I saw you do a taste test of. I want to say it was something spicy. Yes, it was a spicy. It was a pickled sausage or something like that. Yes. Spicy, spicy. It was like a spicy pickled um, jerky. Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah. was it. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was not pleasant. No, <laughs> that was not. Ple- no, that was not pleasant. Um, so but someone saw me do that and he said, oh, you know what? I I I I, I made you this. So, oh yeah, that's cool. So, but yeah, everything else was else. Hold on, I'm having. There we go. Had a flying cat in my way there. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, to me, like I said, I I'm, I I I think I have good photography skills, but I do not have great photography skills. So I want to just have fun with it. You know, I'm well, not going to I'm not going to make a living off of this. I'm doing this because I enjoy doing it. And like with the clips or the filters, you know, doing something that's a, like the the new Photoshop camera has the filters. I think Visionist was recently. And yes. some of those filters can just, like I said, add a nice little pop and a difference to some photos where the composition may be good. Mm-hmm. But maybe the coloration's off or and you just can't work on it to get it right to where you want it to. So sometimes you got to go more Andy Warhol versus Ansel Adams. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I like what you do with these apps because I, I, I think you've got a really creative mind to come up with the things that you do. And uh, um, I mean – just after this discussion, I've got to have a look at clips again because I haven't looked yeah. at it for so long. I, I got to take a look at it now and, and maybe see what I can muster up with it because I think yeah, that's you, uh, pretty cool. Um, so is is there anywhere where you want your photo art, like your your artistic photos or or your pho- photography, you know, to take you? Like, is there any kind of a journey you want to go with it, or or are you pretty much just still quite happy with? the fun that you're having with it. Honestly, I'm, I'd rather just have fun with it. Um, yeah, life is super serious. And I would say this, if you're someone who is 
you know, super serious about your art and super serious about your photos and you enjoy it or you get something out of it, that's great. Uh, I'm serious in terms of I don't want to put you know, I want to make it look as good as I can, but I want to enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and this is not and this isn't just in these times that we're living through, um, which, right. which which I think should be the um, the motto for 2020 in these lives, in these times we're living through. But yeah. in general, life is serious. And, you know, there's a lot that people have to deal with day to day, just living, existing and finding an escape where you could do something creative. And, you know, even if admittedly I and stealing this from someone else have a fragile but ravenous ego. Um, I like when people like my stuff that I put out there, but you know, it's not going to make a difference between I have food on the table or not. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a good outlook to have too. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, we all do this because we like it, and um, I mean, even someone who who does make a living from it like jack hollingsworth he loves it he just loves it um so i mean that that's i think anybody that listens to this show or even listening listens to tiny shutter or anybody that takes photos with their phone i think they just do it because they love it yeah uh and it's fun and um you know you're, you're right the the world is serious enough as it is without having to try to be too serious about this um you know someone like jack who who makes a living with his photography that's yes he he does have to take it seriously but he he does it out of the love of the craft right and um you know and uh, you know he's always been a pleasant guy to talk to about it so it's not like it's bogged him down so i mean it's 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 good to hear that um you know it's good to hear that you're enjoying it and uh, you're having fun with it, and you know, I like I say, I I love seeing the stuff that you do with these things because no, it, it, you know, normally normally it's stuff that I don't do, but now after this one on one conversation with you, I think it's some <laughs> stuff that I might want to give it a try, you know, and uh, you know, no. if, if I I think I'm gonna like what I what I've discovered with uh, oh, yeah. especially with this clips app, I'm 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 curious. Oh yeah, yeah, and I would say you know, to anyone listening, it's like. If don't be afraid, I hate to say to look goofy, but if there is a particular shot or something that you see and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should bend down to get this picture, because what do people say? It's like, first of all, unless you're causing someone issues because you're trying to take a picture, which please don't. But who cares? You know, mm-hmm. um, I took a couple shots when now this is like a year ago at work. Um, when there was flowers were starting to bloom and I wanted a nice close up close macro shot. Well, to get that, I had to kind of bend over, hunch over, um, careful not to get on the dirt cause you know, work, work clothes and all that yep, fun yep. stuff. But, um, but you know, I was basically kind of, I was on my knees kind of crouched over and you saw, and one person said, I was wondering what you were doing out there. Um, uh, and I was like crouched down with the phone an inch away from this flower trying to keep it steady and get that just nice macro shot going on because of the way mm-hmm. the sun was and that and was just, I was going down getting coffee in the morning, but instead of walking in the building, I was walking outside, get some fresh air. It's like, 
oh, that's a neat picture. I'm gonna, but to do that, I'm gonna have to do this. I might have to do this, and I'm gonna look a little unusual. But that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know, I've done the same thing just recently. With uh, uh, I was out walking the dog in the evening, and there was these little wee small daisies in in this um, in the grass of this park, and I, I thought, okay, I'm gonna put my phone right down to the ground and kind of mm-hmm. shoot up but towards the sun and let these things um mm. kind of get backlit from the sun or whatever and Ooh. i'm i'm right down there on my knees and uh mm-hmm. you know the dog's on the leash but luckily she was she didn't see no squirrels or something or she would have <laughs> <laughs> dragged me down the road but um but you know i, I had to look ridiculous because i'm right down there and i'm holding my phone down into the grass and if nobody saw the phone they wonder what the heck is he doing but you know who cares? <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> exactly. get the shot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I said, yeah. if you're if you're if you're doing something that you're if you're doing something and not enjoying it outside of doing it to, you know, it's like, okay, I may not always enjoy my job. I don't hate it, but there are times where it's like, oh yeah, we have that we have to do. But yeah, it's not horrible. I mean, it's not horrible. But I know people who do miserable stuff because they have to you know feed their family make sure they have insurance make sure there's a roof over your head something on that nature which i understand people doing that but if it's something optional in life and i hate mm-hmm. to, you know taking pictures is optional it should be something that you enjoy it should That's be something right. that brings you joy for for doing let alone outside of any you know outside and if that that helps you too but you know, make sure you're having fun with it. Yep, definitely. That's that's darn good advice. Mm. Well, Dave, this has been uh, a very uh, fun and enlightening conversation. Um, you know, oh, yeah. everything from WDC to uh, uh, Apple's Clips app. And um, uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm so glad you were able to come on. And, uh, uh, well... Anything you want to plug? Uh, well, I'll just kind of plug myself, really. Um, and my Twitter, Instagram handle being ProfPod. Um, and I say that that's from going way back uh, when I joined Twitter in 2008, when I was still teaching algebra. And my thought was, oh, I can use this to announce to my students, I could just say, follow me on Twitter and I can announce like class assignments and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was the idea way, way back then. And who knew Twitter was going to be what it turned out to be 12 years later? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, uh, those are my two points. Uh, Instagram is straight photography. Twitter is some photography and a whole bunch of and, Fortunately, it's almost like not necessarily old man yells at sky, but um, <laughs> person yells at stupidity in the world as he sees it lots of times. So uh, if you start to follow me on Twitter, you're like, eh, Instagram safer. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking <laughs> for course, photography. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't do artful iPhone as much as I should. I don't but in, ter- in terms of and I think this is a, it's almost like subscription fatigue of. Uh, social media fatigue. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's totally you know, understandable. There's so many yeah. different outlets out there, and, and nobody can keep up to them all. I mean, I don't even do that. I, I can't keep up yeah. to them all either. So, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, so it, I would say, and, and if you are part of the um, 
the iPhoneography group on Facebook. Um, I'm posed there as Dave Podner. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's cool. Um, you can get me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Uh, best place to get all my online links is at about.me slash Macmillan. Um, like to remind everybody that uh, we don't record these shows regularly. So um, it's just whenever the chance comes up and uh, uh, you can get them on your Apple podcast app. You can get them on podcast apps on, on Google phones. Uh, or Android phones, and it's on iHeartRadio. Um, where else? Well, you can see all the episodes at uh, artfulipc.com, and you can check out the community that this podcast is related to uh, at the uh, artfulipc.club. And um, all the links will be in the show notes. And, uh, you know, thanks again, Dave, for uh, for doing this. And, uh Stay, stay. Thanks uh, for having me on. Oh, glad to do it. Glad to do it. And um, all I can say is, finally, I finally got you on. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, you know, I I guess I'll be talking to you next week on Tiny Shutter. That's that's the other place you could find both of us is at uh, on Tiny Shutter. Go to tinyshutter.com. Check out the episodes there. And uh, we have a lot of fun with that one too. And uh, you know, stay safe out there, Dave. And God bless. Same for everyone else. And have a great one, guys. Something I didn't mention that the um, uh, the reason I fed the pickle to the puppy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I did mention in the video is um, someone I – no, I think I no, I've never met him, um, but through the wrestling group Chachi. Oh yeah, um, that he started a YouTube and moved to Facebook thing called Put a Pickle on It. Oh, where he takes food that you normally don't put a pickle on, and he puts a pickle on it for taste testing. Oh really? Yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, okay, that looks interesting. Let me put a pickle in the puppy. <laughs> 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 that's weird well not well I, I, yeah kind of weird i guess but uh hey if you're well, gonna any gonna... say anytime anytime we get food out the dogs want to have a taste of it whether they should or oh, shouldn't they always yeah want it. yeah i can relate you know, our dogs are the same way oh that's yeah. funny <laughs>